We live in a society obsessed with perfection. We take 14 versions of the selfie to make sure we look the best. We write and rewrite status updates and messages to each other trying to sound witty or smart. We buy clothes that accentuate our best features. Perfectionism is one of the most insidious things. It's like a cult and it's getting worse by the day because we live in a visual society. The onus to present something perfect is enormous. It centers around achieving success and doing so in record-breaking time. Look no further than Forbes' list of millionaires under 30. This obsession with perfection has leaked its way into almost every facet of our lives. I know it's done so in my life. Stretching the truth and heightening our accomplishments in order to impress others are signature traits of this decadence. In doing so, we amplify the good and minimize the bad, distorting the reality of our present situation. As a result, we never feel good enough, pretty enough, rich enough, or smart enough. I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but there's no such thing as perfection. I've learned this firsthand. Since law school, I have been consumed with choosing the best words and constructing the cleanest, most literary sentences. I live my life according to the famous saying by Mark Twain, use the right word, not its second cousin. The difference between the almost right word and the right word is really a large matter. It's a difference between the lightning and the lightning bug. Yet whenever I look at the, at the transcripts of my closing arguments, I can't help but cringe. They're replete with grammatical errors, filler words, run-on sentences, and an overall bastardization of the English language that would cause my fourth grade English teacher to roll over in her grave. This resulted in an, in an epiphany of sorts. The numerous imperfections that I was so ashamed of and that I spent sleepless nights obsessing over were the very marks of authenticity that the jury heard with their hearts. As Jerry Spence teaches, people who speak from the heart do not choose the best words and render the most eloquent sentences. As hard a pill as this might be to swallow, jurors like the lawyer who repeats himself, doesn't finish his sentences, mashes the syntax, and mixes up the sentences. Why? Well, that shows that he or she is human. It's real and it's honest and it leaves the jurors with a deeper and longer lasting impression than the most poetic verse um, does that can be strung together. Today, I no longer have to think so hard in order to find the words to express the feelings that are welling up inside of me. Instead, they come gushing out of me like a spring from an honest and truthful place. Don't get me wrong. I don't mean to suggest that words are unimportant. The old expression, sticks and stones can break my bones, but words will never harm me, is false. Um, words of rejection, words of betrayal, words of hatred land hard and are as lethal as a dagger. To get off the Ferris wheel of perfection, my advice is to get comfortable with imperfection. To steal a page from Winston Churchill's playbook, take a walk with the black dog. Winston Churchill famously referred to his gloomy periods as his black dog. Whenever he'd wake up on the wrong side of the bed, Mr. Churchill would say, 
I have got a black dog on my back today. Rather than suppress the sadness, he'd allow the black dog to follow him around and would even take him for a good long walk. While I'm using black dog as a metaphor for imperfection and not for depression, the point is the same. Instead of suppressing your imperfection, why not take it for a good long walk? Hey, you never know.